Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. It's good to have everyone in service with us tonight. Night of the Epicenter. Hallelujah. Thursday night of the epicenter. Did you come expecting tonight? Did you come expecting a word from God? You know, when we come expecting a word from God, God will deliver. He will deliver that word. And tonight, I believe that God is about to deliver a word to somebody tonight. Amen? He is about to deliver a word to somebody tonight. And you know, we just got to position ourselves and get ready for the Word. Position ourselves and be prepared for the Word because God is going to begin to download this Word into our life tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm not going to prolong this. I'm just going to jump right into the Word. Uh, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn over to Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Hallelujah. Make you search a little bit tonight. Hallelujah. Heard a preacher one time said that I was, they was flipping through the pages trying to find Zephaniah and they found Zechariah. So they just settled for Zechariah that night. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ze- Zephaniah, Old Testament. We're going to read in chapter number 3 and verse number 9. Hallelujah. The title of my message tonight is is a word that the Lord has given me through this week. Uh, and it's entitled, Turnaround. Turnaround. God is about to do a turnaround in somebody's life tonight. I, I, I just feel like there's, there's a pivoting point for somebody tonight that God is about to do a turnaround. To God be the glory. You know, Sunday morning I talked about the anointing. And I talked about how we need to apply the anointing on all of our squeaks in our life. That we needed to apply that anointing. And tonight I believe that not only is, are we going to receive a turnaround, but I believe we're going to have a turnaround anointing that is going to fall in this place tonight. And those that are hearing this word right now, I, I believe that there's a turnaround anointing. See, there, there, there's a difference between just a turnaround and there's a difference between a turnaround anointing. Because I believe that God is anointing your turnaround for His glory. See, we need to have a turnaround. We need to have a turnaround in our spirit. Uh, in Zephaniah chapter number 9, and chapter number 3 and verse number 9, the Bible, I'm going to read out of the Message Bible. Out of the Message Bible. It says this in verse number 9. It says, In the end, I will turn things around for my people. Come on, are you with me? In the end, I will turn things around for my people. I'm just going to stop there for a moment because I feel like we need to dwell on that that phrase right there because it ties along with what I'm talking about tonight. Because God is about to bring an end to somebody's situation. 
Come on, God is about to bring an end to your situation. And in the end, the Lord's saying tonight, I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to turn it around for my glory, says the Lord. The Lord's saying tonight, He is about to turn some situations around. He's going to turn around for His glory. I like what Ecclesiastes says. He says, the end of the matter is better than the beginning. And so in the end, the Lord's saying right here in Zephaniah, I'm going to turn it all around. Somebody's coming to a roadblock right now. It's not just a roadblock. It's the end of the situation that you're facing right now. And God tonight is saying, I'm about to turn it around for you. I'm about to turn it around for His glory. Hallelujah. You know, it's it's kind of like them big... Uh, uh, Cruise ships. Have you ever seen them big cruise ships? Now, now they don't have that zero turning. They have, to, they have to go float out there for a little bit before they can make their turnaround. Okay, are you with me? Now, now some of you feel like you're on that cruise ship and your turnaround's taking forever. But the Lord come to tell you tonight... That he is about to speed the process up. And the turnaround that you're facing right now, God says, get ready. Because I'm going to turn it around quicker than you think. I just need to speak this over somebody's life tonight. Because the bigger the situation, the longer it takes for it to turn around. And it's kind of like we've been praying for my brother-in-law. My, my Pastor Dan in Natarita, Colorado. We've been praying for a miracle in his body. And it seems like the more we pray, the, the more he declines. But the Lord gave me this word this week and said, God's about to turn it all around. And it's not going to happen the way we want it to happen. It's not going to happen as fast as we want it to happen. You know why? Because he, he's not just a big man. But he's a big man with a lot of big responsibility. And the Lord showed me that with that responsibility, things have to take their time to turn it around. He's like on that cruise ship. He's turning around on that cruise ship. It's like that, uh, uh, the, the Airbus airplane that's in the sky. I mean, it didn't just turn around and go back to the airport. It's got to circle the whole city. Come on. And I just feel that the Lord is circling the whole city. The Oklahoma City. He's circling Natarita, Colorado right now. And he's looking for a landing place. And the Lord's saying tonight, I'm about to turn things around for my glory. Hallelujah. I just explained a little bit about my brother-in-law. He is a big man. Because there was a time that I, we was in Natarita and he was given us a trailer, but the trailer had a flat on it. And it was a utility trailer, Anita. And, and we was out there in a the field in the middle of the night trying to change a spare tire without a jack. And so I, I, I looked at Dan and I said, hey, hey, how are we going to do this? And he said, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to lift the corner of this utility trailer up. You're going to pull the old tire off and put the new tire on. Well, in the process, we're having our little tiny flashlights, those little mini mags, and we're trying to see what we're doing. Uh, a sheriff pulls up. 
And when that sheriff pulled up, he had his bright light. And he was finding out what we were out, out there doing. And when he saw his Pastor Dan, he goes, Oh, it's you, Pastor Dan. Everything's okay. <laughs> what you doing? He said, we're, we're trying to change the spare tire out. He said, where's your jack at? He says, I'm the jack. He said, just shine your light on the tire so he can change it out. And Pastor Dan picked that utility trailer up. I'm telling you, he's a big man. See, that's why his turnaround is taking a little longer than what is expected. He picked that up. I pulled the t tire off, put the new tire on. That police officer... After all that was done, he looked at Pastor Dan and said, Pastor Dan, if I ever have to chase you down, remind me to tase you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm telling you that story because somebody tonight, you've got a big situation that's taken a little bit of time to turn around. You may have a health issue that has taken a little bit of time to turn around. And the Lord's saying tonight, I'm going to turn around for my glory Hallelujah, I'm going to turn it around. See, he says, in the end, I will turn things around for my people. Come on, you're his people tonight. I will give them a language undistorted. Unpolluted. Hallelujah. They ain't going to have cuss words in it. That's what I like about heavenly language. You pray in the Holy Ghost, they don't have cuss words. Words to address God in worship and unite to serve me with their shoulders to the wheel. They'll come from beyond the Ethiopian rivers. They'll come praying. Come on, are you a praying church? I know you are because I know the prayer request that comes in and I see the responses of the prayer request and the, and the prayers that you pray over each person that, that, that needs a healing in their body, deliverance in their body. And God says tonight, get ready because not only is this city about to turn around, not only is this country about to turn around, not only is the church about to turn around, but God says get ready because Revival is about to break out upon my land because I'm about to turn everything around and it only can do it through revival and through the power of God. Hallelujah. He's the only one that can fix the problem. Mm. We try to YouTube things to fix things. I've I, I got a certification for a YouTube mechanic. Because I'd rather try to do it myself than have somebody else do it. And so I kept fixing things on YouTube. And, and, and so I'd call a buddy, and he lives in Minnesota now, and I'd call him up and I'd say, Hey man, I got this wrong with my vehicle. Can you help me? And, and so he, he, would, he would send me a YouTube video. And then I'd call him back and say, Thank you. I got it fixed through that YouTube account. And, and so... He ended up sending me a YouTube mechanic certificate. <laughs> to God be the glory. So now I'm a YouTube mechanic. Let me give you some points tonight. Some keys to your turnaround. Some key, seven keys to your turnaround. How many need a key to your turnaround? 
Hallelujah. The first key to your turnaround is this. If you want to see things turn around, you've got to give your family to God. Mm. You've got to give your family to God. Instead, we try to fix our family. And the more we try to fix it, the worse it gets. The more we try to smooth things out, the, more, the worse it gets. And, and, and the Lord's saying the first key to your turnaround in your life is you must give your family to God. When God's time comes, nothing can hinder the fulfillment of His Word. Nothing's going to stop it. When God wants to turn it all around, get ready. Don't get in the way because you're going to get stepped on. Hallelujah. When you're praying for that loved one to get saved, get ready because they're going to, they're going to step over you to get into church. They're going to step over you just to get here so that they can praise and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. I always tell wives this that are praying for their husbands. You better get ready because when your husband gets on fire for God, they're going to pass you by. Come on. They will pass you by. Because when they do get their mind set on something, it, it's all over. Amen? It's all over. They're, they're, they're going to be all in. Not just 10% in. They're going to be 110% in. Hallelujah. For example, I mean, look at, look at men. I mean, if they have a passion for fishing, I mean, they're going to go out there and get every fishing lure they want. Come on. They're even going to get a little fishing lure that has the kitchen sink so that they can say, hey, I even threw the kitchen sink at them. Come on. Hallelujah. And, and, and so, uh, you know, the, they're either all in or they're not. That's the way men are. So get ready because when your family turns around, the men of the family are going to stand up. Hallelujah. And they're going to say, hey, whether you want to go to church or not, we're going. Whether you want to go praise God or not, we're going. Because the Bible says, as for me and my house, hallelujah, as a priest of the house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some men to stand up and, and move it forward. Hallelujah. Maybe some of you single women are saying, I'm praying for a man. Well, get ready. You want a man that's on fire. Maybe your man wasn't a woman. You, you need to be on fire for God. Single man that wasn't a woman. Is that better? Thank you. You just better be on fire for God. Because you're going to find you a godly woman. Because the closer you get to God, the closer they're going to get to God. Come on, are you with me tonight? He says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you as well. The first key is to turning things around is you must give your family to the Lord. And number two, the second key to your turnaround is number two, you must give your job to
to God. Ouch. You must give your job to God. We got to give every part of it. See, that's what God wants us to do. He wants to give, wants us to give everything. Well, you was all right with just my family, Pastor, because we can get them into church. But you don't know who my coworkers are. You don't know who the people I work with. I mean, they're a thorn in my side. But the, that thorn in your side needs Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember I invited my boss, what, about 15 to 20 times to a revival. Kept asking him and asking him, and he kept turning me down and turning me down. And I'm like, God, I need a breakthrough with this boss. He needs a breakthrough because he's a knucklehead. I mean, that's what I thought about him at the time. He needs Jesus. And so I kept inviting him and inviting him and inviting him. And, and praise God, we were in a revival that lasted five weeks. And every time the revival would start, I would invite this guy to come to church. And he never would. I, I, I think it was 15 to 20 times. I can't remember exactly how many times I invited him to church. And in big text, finally, on the very last night of the revival, Pastor Steve Hayes was the one that was preaching the revival. In Kingfisher, the very last night, I'm sitting in my seat, and there his wife and him and his daughter walked in, sat on the front row. And that night, all the whole family went down to the front, gave their heart to Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. You got to be persistent. You got to give your job to God and watch what He will do. I, that's what I did. I just kept saying, God, you're going to have to intervene. You're going to have to. And you know what? There was a turnaround. Come on. Somebody needs a turnaround. If you want to turn around, you got to give your job to God. Hallelujah. Number one, you got to give your family to God. Number two, you must give your job to God. Number three, third key to your turnaround. You must give your addictions to God. Mm. Ooh. You want me to go on to the next one? You got to give your addictions to God. You got to, well, I'm not addicted to anything. Well, I don't even know where to start on that one. Yeah, I, I, you may say, I'm not addicted to cigarettes. I'm not addicted to that. Well, some people are just addicted to gossip. Ouch. <sighs> They're addicted to putting horns on everybody else and not themselves. Come on. <laughs> They're, they're addicted to doing things like that. I mean, so many times we look at being addicted to alcohol, being addicted to drugs, being addicted to cigarettes and, and nicotine. And, and we, we look at all of those things, but we don't look at the things that we're actually addicted to. Hmm. Somebody tell you a secret and you're, man, you're ready to tell everybody else. You're ready to gossip it to everybody else. 
We're what are you addicted to? Whatever you're addicted to, give it to God. I mean, our addictions might even be just food. I mean, all kinds of addictions that we have in this world right now. But why? Because everything's served to us in a fast mode. Might be addicted to Amazon. <laughs> Buying things. Or Etsy. <laughs> you mean... <laughs> You want me to go ahead and go to the next one? Is this a good time to take up an offering? <laughs> Number three. Third key to your turnaround. You must give up your addictions. The, the, the fourth key to your turnaround. Number four. You must give up your worry. Ooh. You want to see things turn around, you got to give up your worry. What are you worried about? What's causing the anxiety? You're going to the doctor all the time because you're sick. And maybe the sickness isn't in your health. Maybe it's in your worry. Have you thought of that? <laughs> worry can make you sick. Worry can push that blood pressure up. Come on. Sometimes whenever worry hits us, we just need to take a deep breath and breathe. Come on, when worry comes our direction, we need to, we need to see that what is making you worry and grab a hold of it and say, God, I'm not going to let it make me worry anymore. If you want to see a turnaround in your physical health, watch what you're worrying about. Come on and tear that worry down. And give it to God. If you want to see a turnaround, stop worrying. We got so many people, they don't just worry about their stuff, they worry about everybody else's too. Sometimes it's because you're just too nosy. You want to be in everybody else's business, and so you worry about all their business. Can we go to the fifth one? Number four, fourth key to your turnaround, you must give up your worry. Hmm. I just feel like I need to stay there just for a minute because the Bible says that we shouldn't worry. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worry about itself. Hallelujah. Take a deep breath and just live the moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just live them. I, I remember when we was going to Colorado, my, me and my buddy, we was going up there to pick up our camper. And it was in the changing of the colors. And the, the mountains were so beautiful. The colors were changing on all the trees. The aspens were turning yellow. And, and, and man, I, I wanted to take a picture. And, and he was wanting to take a picture. I said, you know what? <laughs> a picture isn't going to explain what we're actually seeing. We just need to take in the moment right now. Sometimes, whenever you see the beauty that's all around you, you can't just step at back and take a picture of it. Sometimes, you just need to take in the moment. 
Hallelujah. When, when things happen, the, the first thing people do is they grab their phones and, and they start videotaping everything. Sometimes we just need to take in the moment and stop worrying about everything. We just need to relax. Take a deep breath and take in the moment that God has given us. And stop worrying. Fifth key to our turnaround. You must give your possessions back to God. Hallelujah. You need to give your possessions back to God. Let Him anoint it. Let Him anoint it. Because when you give it back to God, everything starts working. Hallelujah. When you get under the covering, everything starts working. And Josh is a prime example of that this week. You got him a truck last week. There's a few things in it that wasn't working. But you know what? He's under the covering. And the next day he walks out and all of a sudden everything started working. He goes, Dad, my radio's working. The volume's working. Oh, this is working. This, uh, I mean, all the things that wasn't working on his truck started working. And the things that didn't work, he figured out how to fix them. Because God will give you the wisdom and the knowledge. Hallelujah. He's going to be a YouTube mechanic too. <laughs> I'm going to have to get him a certificate. Give your possessions to God and watch what God will do to it. He'll multiply it. He'll bless it. Hallelujah. And, and, and if you just take care of it. Hmm. Take care of your possessions. Hallelujah. Don't take it for granted. Got two cars in the driveway. Don't take it for granted. I was in Africa. And showed up at this church. Supposed to have 3,000, 3,500 people in it. That's what they told me. And they picked me up. They drove me up to the church. And I show up at the church and there's only like four cars at the church. I'm like, I thought they said there's 3,000 people in it. 3,500 people. I walk in the door and there's 3,500 people. I looked at my buddy that was with me, Ricky Ray, and I said, Ricky Ray, I said, we just experienced the greatest miracle of all. He said, what? I said, they packed 3,500 people in about five cars. <laughs> we got to take care of our possessions and give them over to God. The sixth key to our turnaround is you must give your finances back to God. You just got to give your finances back to God. You can't outgive God. You could try all you want to, but you can't outgive God. Have you ever tried it? And every time you try it, something comes back to you. I mean, the blessings of God just be poured back into your lap, overflowing into your lap. The sixth key to your turnaround is you must give your finances. Back to God. Sometimes that's not just in handing him a check. That's just saying, God, I'm going to trust you with my finances. That you're going to bring multiplication to my finances. To God be the glory. God wants to bring multiplication to somebody's finances tonight. Amen? 
seventh key to your turnaround is you must give your heart back to God. Just give your heart back to God. Just give it all. You know, when you give your heart to Him and say, God, not my will, but your will be done. Just give it all to Him. That's when you open the door for God to pour out blessings that you can't contain. Hallelujah. Why? That shows that Matthew 6 and verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. God wants to turn your whole situation around. God can do it in the twinkling of an eye. Where it looks like you're going to have to go out in that airplane and go around the whole city, God can just turn it around. Like one of them lawnmowers that has a zero turn radius. He can spin it around that quick. And that's what God wants to do. But we've got to give all of these seven keys to Him. The moment you're ready to quit is usually the moment right before the miracle happens. So don't give up. Don't give up. This is what you will receive when you do the seven keys to turning everything around. To turning everything around. What will you receive? How many know you always want something whenever you give up something? Amen? You should expect something, especially when you do it for God. You should expect something. And so I'm going to give you seven things. Because the book of Joel, chapter number 2 and verse 25 says, And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I set among you. God says, I'm going to return it back. I'm going to, this is what God's going to do for you. He's going to restore it all back. But we have to write down these seven keys to our turnaround, okay? Not just write them down, but we got to do them. we got to walk them out. we got to trust God in the process. Amen? Trust Him in the process. And this is what will happen. Seven things that's going to happen. Number one, men will get their possessions back. Hallelujah. Everything that was lost, everything that was stole from you, it's going to come back. God is going to restore your possessions back to you. Number two, the second thing that's going to happen is your family is going to be restored. Yes. Hallelujah. It, your whole family is going to be restored. Uh, so somebody right now, you need to start setting a date up for your family reunion. Come on, I'm just prophesying this over somebody tonight. You may not have had a family reunion in a long time. Well, it's time to mark a date on the calendar and have a family reunion. Well, so-and-so does all of that. Well, why can't you? Why can't you set it up? Get ready. If you want to see your family restored, you've got to get around your family. Hallelujah. I'm not just preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself. We gotta get, if you want to see your family restored, you've got to prepare for it. You've got to prepare for the blessing. Whatever God has promised you and your family, blessings, good health, 
good business, he is faithful to fulfill it. God wants to bring all of that to pass. It is going to be a household salvation. Hallelujah. When you have your family reunion, you're going to see household salvation. To God be the glory. Your family is going to be restored. Number three, you're going to receive a commanded blessing. Is going to be commanded on you. God's going to command a blessing. Some of you, he may give you acres. Some of you, he may give you a house. Some of you, he may just take care of a car payment. He may take care of your car loan. He may take care of your house loan. I don't know what it might be, but God is going to send a commanded blessing is going to be commanded over you. I'm speaking that over Epicenter Church tonight. Commanded blessings fall on Epicenter Church tonight. To God be the glory. A commanded, I, I, just, I just speak a commanded blessing. I, I, I believe in a new church with land. Hallelujah. To God be the, where we have ownership. Come on. A commanded blessing is going to be commanded on you. Number, number four, this is what happens in our turnaround when we do those seven things. Oppression is stopped. You're going to stop being oppressed. Oppressed are the stages of possession. Oppressed are the stages of possession. Oppression is going to stop. Number five, debt is going to be canceled. I'm going to pause on that just for a moment. And we'll pause on it till you receive it tonight. <laughs> Debt is going to be canceled. Hallelujah. When we do those seven things, when we want that turnaround, and we start walking it out, and walking out the process, that's going to be canceled off your life. Number six, prisoners are going to be set free. Those that have been in bondage for years. You're going to be free. Somebody going free. Hallelujah. It's not just the people on the outside of the church. It's sometimes it's the people on the inside of the church. You're about to get free. You might just get free from the religious act. Hallelujah. Prisoners are going to be free. He did it for Paul and Silas. He can do it for you. I mean, a suddenly is about to happen to you. A suddenly happened to Paul and Silas. They were in the prison and they were worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Then suddenly, an earthquake happened. Come on, are you ready for an earthquake to happen? Are you ready to be set free? Are you ready for revival to break out in the land? See, in the midnight hour with Paul and Silas, something suddenly happened in that prison. And the doors went wide open. God's about to open up a door for somebody tonight. He's about to set you free. He's about to open that door right now. He's about to bring healing into your body. He's about to bring deliverance into your body. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, you might have been imprisoned in, uh, imprisoned in a job that you don't need to be in. God's about to open up another job and bring in a promotion into your life. Come on, how many ready for a promotion in your life? To God be the glory. And then the seventh thing is whenever we do all of these. Number one, man gets their possession back. Your family is going to be restored. You're going to receive a commanded blessing is going to be commanded on you. Number four, oppressed oppression is stopped. Number five, debt is going to be canceled. Number five, six, prisoners are going to go be set free. And number seven, the salvation comes to the lost. Hallelujah. I, I, see, I'm not just speaking this over your life. I'm speaking this over the church. I'm speaking this over this city. I'm speaking this over this nation. I'm speaking it over countries that are watching us in, in, in Africa, in, in South America, in Australia. I, I, I'm speaking to people right now where God is about to bring forth household revival. Revival is about to be broke out across this nation, upon this land. God is about to set the captive free people are about to be healed delivered and set free that the bible says it's sozo saved delivered and healed and i believe that that is about to come to the church and it happens whenever the church comes together in unity and the anointing begins to fall upon our life there's a turnaround anointing that is about to saturate each and every one of us we got to position ourselves for that turnaround Hallelujah. It may take it a little time. You may have to see, see the scenic crowd. Me and Tiffany went, went to Africa. We had to fly into London. And when we flew into London, we had to circle London several times. Several times we saw all of London. And that may be what you feel like right now. You just keep circling around and around and around and around. And you're saying, God, when am I going to get my time? When am I going to get my, my, my opening? God's saying, a suddenly is about to come your direction. A suddenly is about to come your direction. And you're about to be able to split right through. And God says, your turnaround is coming. Your turnaround is coming. Because there's a turnaround anointing and it's in the house tonight. And God says, tonight is your night for your turnaround anointing. To God be the glory. How many tonight are ready for a turnaround anointing? Are you ready tonight for that turnaround anointing to fall upon your life? This is your time. This is your season. I know it's just a Thursday night, but I'm wound up. I'm wound up because I believe what I'm preaching. I believe in His Word, and I believe His Word's not going to return to His empty or void. There's power in His Word. I believe every word that is written in this Word of God. Hallelujah. It's coming with great power. I believe whenever He says, by His stripes you're healed. Hallelujah. That's why I see Pastor Dan healed. Back to his pulpit. Preaching the Word of God. And taking care of his community. Hallelujah.
That's why I believe that. I believe he's going to come to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma and preach right here from this pulpit. Hallelujah. Come on. That's the kind of belief I have tonight. That we're going to see mountains be moved. Because there's a turnaround that's coming. Come on. I, I, I need to speak this over you tonight. There's a turnaround that's coming. There's a turnaround that's about to come to your household. There's a turnaround that's about to come to your life. Come on, would you stand with me tonight? There's a turnaround that's happening right now in the spiritual realm. There's a turnaround that's happening. Hallelujah. There's a turnaround that's happening. God's about to turn it all around for His glory. And tonight is your night. Hallelujah. For your turnaround. If you're ready for that turnaround tonight, this is what I want you to do. If you believe it's going to happen, and you're ready. You're ready to do those seven keys. This is your night. This is your night. This is your week. This isn't just an ordinary church service. This is a church service that you're about to see your miracle take place. To God be the glory. If you're ready for a turnaround. This is, this is what I want you to do. If you're ready for your turnaround, I want you to face that wall right there. I want you to face the back of the church. And this is what I want you to do by faith. You need a 180 to happen in your life. You need a 180 to happen in your family's life. This is what I want you to do by faith. Watch miracles are about to happen. Miracles are about to happen. By faith. Begin to slowly turn around. Come on. By faith. There's miracles happening right now. There's a turnaround that's happening right now. There's a shift in the atmosphere. There's a shift in the heavenlies right now that is happening for you tonight. Hallelujah. If you believe and you felt that something shifted in the spirit realm, this is what I want you to do. By faith, I want you just to come down to the front because I want to, I want to touch and agree with you tonight. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're agreeing for tonight, but I'm just going to touch and agree with you tonight. I'm going to believe that God is going to pour out His Spirit on your situation. And a suddenly is about to happen. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and epicenterchurchok.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.